Off the Record is a show about culture, black culture, trending topics or timeless debates. Mike, Quan, Brandon, and Alex got you covered. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Subscribe and leave a comment. Oh, and make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Links are always in the show notes. Enjoy today's show. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Off the Record. I know it's been a minute since we've been around, um, but we're back to talk about racism and police brutality in 2020, as well as uh, talk about some of these black celebrities that just can't seem to shut up. So, what's up, Mike and Kwan, man? Where y'all been at? Man, uh, I'm still quarantining. Um, You know, working remote. You know, um, yeah, I've been on the low, man. No, no, just trying to stay safe, man, and trying to do what's needed to be done. So, what about y'all? Well, back to work full time. Um, so that's been that's been pretty whack, but whatever. I guess we gotta move forward one way or another. But other than that, been chilling, man. Same waiting here. To get back, waiting to get back on the mic. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way, man. It's been uh been an emotional few weeks, and um. <clears throat> just been needed just to talk, get some things off the chest, and just pretty much get a chance to see how everybody's feeling, you know. Well, let's let's jump into it because I, I I do want to get you guys' opinions on just how you felt um, during this time. And so, one of the questions I was thinking about asking you guys is, um, how have you personally been impacted by seeing so many black people get killed by cops? Which seems like every couple of weeks there's a video coming out. So, like, how are you personally feeling? I said, personally, I'm, you know, I'm just, just disgusted, you know, I guess past angry. I mean, <clears throat> to continuously see what's going on, you know, um, yeah, people are maybe, you know, getting stuff out with, you know, the, the camera phones and, um, you know, people are, are starting to, you know, have dialogue and talk about, you know, what's going on. But at the end of the day, it's still happening. You know what I mean? Um, Still happening, still happening, regardless of, of, of what evidence is being shown, um, regardless of what people are trying to get out there, you know, the narrative to get out. It's like they don't even get They don't even care. <laughs> it's like they don't even give a damn. <clears throat> um, pretty much. They don't give a damn. How have so you felt, Mike? Oh, my bad, Juan. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Yeah, let's. let's How are you personally? How are you personally impacted, Mike? Have you, you know, has it, has it weighed heavier on your shoulders as of late? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, obviously this ain't, this is nothing new. Like we've seen this, this shit happen before mm-hmm. um, in the past, but it, I don't know. It is hitting a little different now. Um, and I don't know. I've, I've been trying to pinpoint why it's been hitting me a little different now, but I think um, I'm assuming it's because of being a new father um, of a of a boy, of a black boy. So it's like <clears throat> you just think of um, me personally. I've just been thinking of like a whole bunch of different scenarios, man. Like one from it being if that was to happen to me, um, you know, my son would be by himself or as a parent and you know, as my, when my son got older, if that was to happen to him, like how I would feel. So it's just, it's, it's tough, man. That's how it's impacted me. It's just sadly just thinking about ways to 
to deal with that if it, if you were to even run into those scenarios. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean it. There's been a couple times over the last few weeks where I've you know I've unplugged from a lot of stuff. It's racism is not new. Police killing black people is not new. It's something that we've had to to live with, and we've we've all had our experiences dealing with police officers and, and dealing with racism. So it's not new. Um, but I do think you have the backdrop of a pandemic happening. And then it just seems like every other day there's this video of cops killing an un- unarmed black person. And, you know, it's been a couple of times that I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired. Like I am just, I'm physically and mentally and emotionally tired. And mm-hmm. I was, I was outside jogging earlier around my neighborhood and I had, you know, black hoodie on, had my hoodie up over my head, um, headphones in. And I was literally thinking like, all right, so what if somebody decides that they want to call the cops on me from running around my neighborhood? A neighborhood right. in which I used to be on the HOA board, a neighborhood of which I'm one of the first owners in the neighborhood. What if they just right. what if they just decide we don't recognize that black man? And then what if mm-hmm. cops roll up and I got my headphones and I can't hear the cops? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't even jog in peace without having to consider, all right, could this shit go sideways? Yeah. And yeah. that's a crazy um, amount of weight to have to walk around with as a black person. And so that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's that's crazy. real because I mean, even to, even to jump in real real quick and piggyback off what you said, I don't know if y'all saw that um, Jay Farrell. Yeah, I heard about that. Thing. Yeah, I heard yeah, about that recently, and he just posted, I guess the, the security footage from a nearby business of what happened to him, mm-hmm. and he was just going for a jog, and they they he said they approached him like. You fit the description of a black man in gray sweatpants and a gray shirt. So, you know, they laid him on the ground and everything in hot California. You know what I mean? And like, and the only thing that really kind of got him off because they cuffed him and everything is that they eventually radioed and said they caught the person. And he was telling them, like, man, look, y'all can look me up. Y'all making a mistake. Google me, whatever, whatever. And they wasn't trying to hear it. So, you know, just to piggyback off of what you said, Alex, like as simple as going for a jog, man, it's like you got to keep all of these things in mind. And it's crazy. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that racism is, is it ain't going nowhere. And if anything, it's prevalent and it's <clears throat> and it's massive. Can't even go out and jog. <laughs> but if it's a white guy or a white woman, it's no problem. It's. Oh, it's like a honky dory day, whatever. You can do whatever you want to do. <clears throat> but now you see that you can't even go out here and jog without being messed with or white, you know, or, or without being harassed. Literally. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I mean? It's it's just sickening. And it's it, it's it's to a point where it's like <clears throat> you can't turn your eye to this stuff anymore. You can't turn a blind eye to it. You know, it has something has to be done, something has to be said, it has to be addressed. You know, uh Uncomfortable conversations have, have to have to have. I mean, have to be have to be are needed. Uncomfortable yeah. conversations are needed. Um, it's gonna ruffle some feathers. Some people aren't gonna like what was gonna be said. Was you know, some people aren't gonna like what's gonna be heard. But I mean, the truth needs to be you know, it, it needs to be put out, and it needs you know, this shit needs to be addressed, man. <clears throat> Honestly. Well, let me. I know you guys have seen people talk about defunding the police. How do you feel personally about defunding the police? It's funny because, you know what, I was and we was talking about this over the, over the week. And um, 
So someone had actually put in a thread like about defunding the police. I, and I was like, yeah, uh, but to an extent, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's something that I, I when it comes to the, the funds or like something needs to be addressed, defunding, yeah. But how would it be effective in a sense? If you just totally defund them, you just take, pull all the money and have these motherfuckers walking around with, with nightsticks and, and, uh, <clears throat> and, and billy clubs like they do in London? Or is it, you know, like, I mean, what, what is, what, well, what's being? Now, what, they, what, here's, what they're saying is a, mo a, a lot of police departments, their budget is literally one third of a city's budget. So like you have the city and like literally one third goes to the police. So for example, in New York City, you know, their budget is six billion dollars for the cops. Six yeah. billion dollars. And yeah, if that if that six billion dollars, like I said, that the, the police in New York were considered a military, that would be the 33rd largest military in the world. The yeah. New York City police would be the yeah. 33rd largest. So people are saying, wait a minute. Why, why does one third of your budget go to the cops when schools are underfunded, when, when social programs are underfunded, when mental health is underfunded? Take right. no one's saying bankrupt the cops, but take some of that money and put it towards other programs other that would help benefit the community instead of giving it to cops. And, and I, don't, I don't know if you saw the New York City payroll. Did you see that? I didn't. So I didn't. Yo, make it $300,000 a year. One, I saw one. Dude, one. One dude's base salary is four hundred thirty-two thousand on top of the hundred k he made in overtime. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, then that shit has to be stretching. <laughs> yeah. That I one mean, got to so, go, Slim. Like, so I think I think what the problem is, and and I think Carl, you and I discussed it off the record, pun intended. Um, <laughs> I think you and I discussed it because you was like, "Nah, man, I don't think that's a good idea." And I was like, "Man, I think the problem is a lot of people feel like when they see the word or hear the phrase defund the police." that it means uh, get, get rid of the, uh, the police or disband the police. That's not what it means. What it means is like basically what Alex said is look into that budget and how much money you're putting into these police departments and spread it apart. Now, you even have now police officers speaking out and saying that defunding the police might be a good idea because it would take some weight off of them. Right. Because one of the problems that could be happening is we may be putting too much bearing and responsibility on our police officers. Right. Because our police officers are expected to be police officers, mental health officials, uh, a whole not not security officers, everything. Right. Mm. Um, and, and that's not what they that's not what they're there for. That's not what they're for. We have people that can that can handle those things is that um, the extra things that they're asked to do. If you put that money there, you can have those people in place to take care of those situations. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So you have police officers speaking out saying, yo, defunding the police could be a good thing because it takes some weight off of them. It, no one. I mean, that would be the dumbest shit to completely wipe out police officers. Yep. That, that would be stupid. So that's like, not what the fuck you mean. You hit it on the head. Like my brother-in-law, he was saying, you know, he's a cop. And he said, the thing is, if they take money from them, then that would go to like, you know, people like my wife, who's a mental health um, clinician. And he was like, basically, he may be out of a job. Now, he's, he's not advocating for that versus my wife or anything. He's for more social programs. But like, I think a lot of cops feel that way. Like, wait a minute. 
you take money from us and give it to other people, I don't care if it helps. That's still money out of my pocket. And right. when you look at the, when you look at their budgets. Did you all know that the L.A. Los Angeles uh, United School District Police, these motherfuckers had I, sh- I, I usually don't curse on Sundays. God forgive me. <laughs> Do you know they had grenade launchers? The L.A. United oh, School yeah. District, and they just agreed to give them back. Why do school police need grenade launchers? Right. <laughs> well, t- yo, to piggyback off of that, I know y'all seen the picture. I think I sent it to you, Corn. Yeah, the picture where the, the dude was riding in a, in a cop convertible or something like that. It was like a Bugatti in a Lamborghini. In a Lamborghini, like yeah, yeah, in L.A. Like, yeah, yeah. Like this yeah. ain't this ain't this not Dubai or something like that. Like, bro, in L.A., that's how you know these budgets is out of whack because. Dude, the one dude was driving a Tesla. I, I, it was a, a police cruiser, a Tesla. Yeah, and their excuse was, oh, because it saves on gas and blah, blah. Like, what? <laughs> like, what I mean, that's how you know. Right. That's how you know, right, that they, they have a lot of, they have too much money on their hands. It's something, that they it's can something. spend that type of shit. Yeah, so, something. And even, and even to go to your brother-in-law, Alex, like, <clears throat> I, can, I get that feeling. But even defunding them, Right, doesn't necessarily mean that you're taking but so much out of their pocket. It can right. be work they make that they get their money, but at the same time and doing less work. Like I feel like you run into more scenarios or more situations that we've seen of of innocent people being killed because they aren't trained to handle that situation. Sometimes you run into people that aren't mentally stable who end up getting killed because the police don't know how to handle that situation. Well, let, let me say this, go, man. Go. Let, let, me, let me, I got to go. Please, please. I, I, I have something. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm uh, the officers that think that defunding the police takes away from their salaries. The truth is when you actually look at the police budget, the salaries are just a small portion. The, the, right. the, the chief of police and whoever's in charge of the budget, they spending that money on other things, yes. on their own stuff, just like a lot yeah. of big corporations do when they misappropriate funds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then, go ahead, Quan. To, to, even to jump on that, <clears throat> the funding is one thing, but yo, the laws are still the laws. So until these policies change, until these laws get ripped up, you know what I mean? These racist ass laws get ripped up. Like, I mean, yeah, the funding is going to help. But it also it also stems from the top as well too, you know, the politicians and like I said, making the law, creating these laws. These you know these police they they shoot they kill they they're able to get off. The one dude, uh, you know one of the, one of the one of the cops and you know the George Floyd case, he just got off. Well, not off, but he just got he just posted bail. Wasn't he just posted bail for like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars? Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, the defunding part is going to help, and you know, if, if that's the case, and take take some of that money, but also it's, it, I mean, it starts it starts from the top too, like these laws, you know, you know, all this stuff, these these uh, like I said, the police chiefs, the uh, district attorneys, you know, those those racist ass, you you got to get you got to gut them out, you got to hey, get bro. them out of there, and and not look every other part of law enforcement, attorneys. Judges, Attorney. Uh, 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 the people, the people that the, the uh, paramedics, everybody's supposed to have an advanced degree and have multiple years of training, every, annual training, except for a cop can have a damn GED and be given a gun and in six months be on the street. When attorneys have to have six to eight years of education, judges, even that as well, the people in mental health, the, the doctors who 
everybody needs advanced education and training except for the dudes out there with the guns. Yeah. That's crazy. And then when they shoot, they can, like I said, they shoot, kill, and they they, they able to get off. And I, look. How the fuck is George? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How is George Zimmerman just walking around like, yo, signing signing autographs? You know what I'm saying? I know. Well, no, he was signing bags of Skittles. Yeah, signing bags of Skittles. Like, it's just all good. Taking pictures and, you know, and making mockery of, of what, what's, what's being done. Like people, the, the, the police have empowered local citizens, regular citizens to think that if they see a black man or black boy walking down the street, that they're entitled to question them. That's, right. that's why. So on that note, let me ask, like, let me ask you this. Have you ever been racially profiled? <laughs> the, the, the question should be how many times? Times. <laughs> yeah. How many times, man? Times. It's, it's umpteen times. I mean, I kind of, um, I guess a couple of weeks back, I kind of outlined the situation that happened between me, with me and, and Brandon, um, you know, one of our co-hosts that couldn't make it today. And we were down visiting Quan in North Carolina on our way back home. And we got pulled over on the side of, I think people was telling me it was 85, it was 85. Yeah, right before you get to 95, I think, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it was 85. I remember that. I remember. Yeah. And I mean, yo, it's a two, three lane road, no lights, nothing but trees. And <laughs> we two black men on the side of the road standing outside the car being detained by three off white officers. And I mean, literally we were out there for two hours, man. Like they searched the entire car. I don't know how many times they bought the canine dog. It, it was just, it, it was crazy. And, and you know, the last call I could make, well, the last call I got was from Quan because I had posted on Facebook because I knew that it was about to go down. So I posted on Facebook like, yo, if y'all don't hear from us, they'll check on it because we just got pulled over. And Quan must have saw it and Quan called me and was like, yo, you good? Because they pulled Brandon out the car and I'm still in the car. He was like, yo, y'all good? And I was like, yo, we just got pulled over. And then Quan was like, yo, y'all need me to... And then my phone died. And I was just like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? And it was... Literally, yo, we was probably out there for two hours. Like, it was still daylight when they pulled us over. By the end of everything, yo, it was dark. They went through the car. You know, I had a I had a Baltimore Oreos duffel bag in the back. I think one of the cops, you know, trying to make light, because I think one of the cops realized that what was going on was wrong. He was like, while the other two searching the car, he was like, who likes the Oreos? And I was like, I do. And he was like, the Orioles suck, blah, 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 like all of that. Now, they asked us where we were from like 10 times. And by that time, I'm pissed off. So I'm like, yo, you have our IDs. <laughs> Whatever our address is, that, like, that's, like, that's yeah. where we're from, man. Like, the state that is issued, that's where we're from. We, we keep telling you that. So then they turned back around and asked me again. The second cop asked me again, who likes the Orioles? And I was like, people from Baltimore. Like that, like, cause I mean, at that point we were just so pissed off that, of course, our mouth was getting loose too. Like it just felt like at that point, like, yo, if y'all gonna rough us up or lock us up, like, do it because you don't have nothing, so do it. That yeah. was probably the that was probably the scariest time 
that I've been a part of because it was just like, yo, you, I mean, like you felt helpless and the ride home. Now, mind you, we still had three or so hours left in the ride. So we stewing on that the whole ride home. And it was just like, it was just a feeling of just being helpless, like, you know, vulnerable, feeling like you got taken advantage of. It was just all of that, man. It, it was, that was probably the scariest time, but that's one of umpteen that I've been, that has happened to me. What about you, Kwon? Yeah, actually the same, the same thing. You, I, I was on 85 one day, actually going to work, going to um, <clears throat> Virginia. What's, what is up with the 85 and like black people getting pulled over and like, it's something with that 85, yo. I, I hate yo, driving 85, yo. Not to I, cut you off, not to cut you off, Corn, but real quick, when I posted my story, it was a um it's a guy that has a podcast who used to be a former cop. Mm-hmm. And he chimed in and he was like, yo, he said I knew exactly what you're talking about. Um, even the guy, even um country boy from um the cut podcast, he knew yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah. And he even said, he was like, yo, it's not even so much racial why they pulling you over on 85. He's like, that road is full of like power hungry police officers that just want to, because they know you're not from there, they want to throw their weight around. But so people knew exactly what I was talking about. But yeah. go ahead, Corn. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, I, the same thing. I mean, I was going to work. This was like nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I had to go to work. And that's when I was working in Virginia at the time. And I'm just driving, like, just like a normal day. Jumped on 85, and um, y'all know me. Y'all know I drive, I drive like, you know, I drive like Morgan Freeman and driving this Daisy. So take my time. <laughs> and, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, because I already, <laughs> I already know. So I already know. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take my time driving. On, and cop car pulls out. So I'm like, oh, sh- here we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, here we go, you know. So driving, you know. Doing the speed limit, still get pulled over. I, I'm even in slow lane. I'm, not, I'm nowhere near in the fast lane. Pulls me over. Um, you know, and so, mind you, the first thing he did when he pulled, you know how they normally come to the driver's side? Yeah. He didn't do that. He went to the other side. He came to the passenger side. And so when I saw him through the mirror, he came to the passenger side, had his gun on his hip, you know what I'm saying, had his hand on his gun, and, you know, he was about to, you know, I don't know if he's gonna pull the I don't know if he's gonna pull the tone out, but he was ready. So, you know, and he was already looking suspicious, like kind of looking around in the car and trying to figure out what was going on. And I was just telling him, like, yeah, I'm on my way to work. Like, and he's like, You're on your way to work. Where do you work? I, I work in Virginia. What do you do? Uh, I, I work for a mental health agency. Well, well, what part are you going? I'm going, I'm I'm going to South Hill. <laughs> like I mean, what more do you want to know? Like, I, I mean, I don't, you know, well, you were driving, you, you know, I was just trying to figure out what's going on. You were, you were driving kind of slow. I was like, yeah, I was doing the speed limit. I didn't want to, you know, drive fast or whatever. I'm just taking my time going to work. It's in the morning. Right. Then he proceeds for, for this very reason. So then he <laughs> proceeded to say, well, I, sorry, I, I smell alcohol. Do you, do you, have you been drinking this morning? I'm like, no, sir, I, I don't drink. And why I don't drink. And why would I be drinking fucking nine o'clock in the morning going to work? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't. So he used that and tried to say, well, I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to have to search your car because, you know, smelling alcohol and, you know, and I was, he's like, well, do you mind if I search your car? I was like, yes, I do mind if you search. Yes, I do mind. I don't want you searching my car. So then he starts, well, in the state of Virginia, PS code 777, you know, start throwing all those keywords out. So, yo, he yeah. pulled me, he pulled me out of the car. 
Like, yeah. pulled me out the car, put me in his car, and then started searching my car. Like, literally, just going through my car, just searching it. And I'm like, yo, I'm in, so I'm in the back seat. I'm like, yo, this, I'm like, this motherfucker, yo, he's really about to set me up. I'm, that's what I was thinking. I was like, yo, he's about to take something. Because I'm like, yo, I don't, you know, I'm just literally going to work. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, he's about to literally take, I, that's what I thought. I, was like, I thought, yo, I thought he had some crack in his pocket or something or, or something in his pocket that he was going to stuff it in my car. You know what I'm saying? And he was going to literally try to charge me with something or try to set me up. So luckily, I don't know, thank, by the grace of God, he came back in and was like, um, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see anything. There's nothing in the, yeah. And I was like, yeah, like I told you before, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but mind you, before then, what I did was I happened to, when, you know, he was doing the process and everything and he was trying to like pull me out. I happened to call, I happened to call the job at the time. And, um, the lady at the time I was working the job, she actually picked up and I was like, Hey, um, just to let you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit late because I got this police officer. He just pulled me over for no apparent reason. And I'm trying to get to work so I can go see this client. And so she was like, okay, all right, just, you know, do what you got to do. You okay? You all right? You need and I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm just trying to just get to work. So I guess he kind of saw that and was like, oh, all right. Yeah, he, he's not lying. And I was like, yeah, of course I'm not. I'm going to work. Like, what, I, mean, I mean, what would I be doing out around here eight, nine o'clock in the morning? You think I'm just driving around just, just for the heck of it, just because I want to? Like, nah. Um, but yeah, so back to, I'm in the car, in the backseat of the car, this police, police car, and comes back in. And he's like, yeah, man, you know. Um, didn't find anything, you know, but, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, give you a warning. Um, you know, just, uh, have a nice day. <laughs> and, you know, I, I get out the car and I'm like, yo, like get back in the car and I'm driving. And I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm like shaking, like shaking, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Staring well, hand on the steering wheel. And I'm literally just shaking in fear because I'm like, yo, this dude literally could have put something in my car and said that. I was doing something illegal. I was doing something suspicious. And nobody would have, you know what I'm saying? Nobody could have vouched. No one could have done anything. And so that's the scary part. This is what people don't understand. This is what, you know what I'm saying, white people, when they, they look at this and, you know, they're, they're like flabbergasted that people go through this, that men of color or women of color or kids of color go through this. And then you're telling them, like, yeah, this, this is what happens to us on a daily basis. I remember... One, when we were younger and we got pulled over that time and they tried to say we robbed a Burger King and had yeah. us on the ground. I remember that. No, yeah. And we were nowhere even near the Burger King when it got robbed. And then <clears throat> when my mom was living, when she was living and she lived out in Columbia, she had a seizure one night, like two, three in the morning. So she was at uh, Howard County General. So I get the phone call. All right, I'm going to go to the hospital. So I'm going past the mall and I get pulled over. This cop pull, walks up and he's like, um, you have any guns or drugs in the car? And I was like, no, I'm a, I'm, I'm a banker. I don't do drugs. I don't sell drugs. I don't have any guns. And first off, as if somebody gets pulled over, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I got an AK in the trunk. Like, come right. on, man. No one's going to say that anyway. And he, right. then so when I said what I was a banker, he was like, oh, that's how you were able to buy this fancy car. Man, like, so he takes my license and goes to the car behind me. Yo four or five other police pull up and i'm thinking wait a minute now i'm five seven 145 pounds why does he need four or five other officers right like like this is crazy and i'm just thinking all right i can hear here we go i already know where this is going probably gonna get locked up and so 
he comes up and he's like, your license, I mean, your registration is suspended. And I said, I know. I said, the, um, the comptroller in Maryland made a mistake, flagged my tags. I talked to the DMV, took care of it earlier today. He was like, well, they didn't process it all the way. It's not fixed in the computer. So I can't, I can't let you go to the hospital. Uh, and I was like, well, my mom's house isn't far from here. Can I at least take my car to my mother's house? So he follows me to my mom's house, right? So here's the crazy part. The, the state of Maryland, um, they flagged my tags. They said that I owed the IRS some money, right? And I, so I didn't find out until I went to the, the NBA to renew my license. Go to the NBA. The lady was like, your, your, your tags are flagged. And I'm like, I don't owe the IRS any money. So she gives me the number to the comptroller. I call the comptroller. I'm on the phone with them for about an hour. Lady at the comptroller's office says, you know what? We made a mistake. We owe you $156. You don't owe us anything. I'm like, yo. So <laughs> y'all made a clerical error. Flag me for owing you all tax money. In reality, you owe me money. And right. she was like, yeah. She was like, so I'm going I'm to email you this document. And you can take that to the NBA. And I'm like, that, that me getting pulled over could have went in all kinds of crazy directions because you all didn't do what you were supposed to do. The same thing happened one time when I was down in school in North Carolina at Shaw. I got in a parking ticket down there, paid the parking ticket, was on my way to Dayu's house. And I'll never forget, I got pulled over, six cops pull up, and they're like, your, your, your tags or something is suspended. And I was like, I know what this is about. You can go in my glove box. I've got a carbon copy of the check from the bank that I sent to the sheriff's office six months prior. He gets the check. He's like, well, this isn't proof. They arrest me, take me to Skaggsville. I go to the intake officer and the, and the cop is like, um, he said it was because of a traffic violation in North Carolina. He had a check showing that he paid it. I believe him, but I want to bring him in just in case there's any warrants. Put me in the cell. I'm in there nine hours. I get to see the commissioner that next morning. The commissioner believes me and releases me. I then call down to North Carolina Monday morning. And I said, I called to the NBA, North Carolina. I said, I got arrested because you all didn't do something with me paying my ticket. I paid the ticket. Lady pulls it up. Oh, you did my fault. And I'm like, these, these kinds of situations can go left when we get over because you all make clerical mistakes and then don't own up to it. So those are the things that I think people don't, don't realize. Let me ask you this. Do you think that these protests are having positive change, Im impacting positive change right now? I think to an extent. Yeah, I think it is. I, I, I think it's, I mean, it's something so that feels a little bit different, I guess. Um, but I don't know. We still got to see the outcome and we still have to see what happens in the sense of, of these protests. Um, Gonna assist what was what's needed for you know. I mean, what's gonna what, I mean? It, pretty much, is it gonna be assistive to 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 to? I mean, to the black cause and to what's needed for us. That's I mean, that's just that's just what we we just gotta wait and see. Um, but it does feel a little bit different. It does feel a little bit different to me. Um, you know, the younger generation. I mean, man, they came out in waves. Yeah, they out. They, they out. out here. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that, uh, you know, we can't discredit. You know what I'm saying? They out here. They, 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 you know, they out here for us. They out here, you know, letting everybody know what's going on and how the shit ain't right, how the shit ain't been right for 400 plus years. You know, um, 
So I don't know. We just gotta wait. We just gotta see, man. We just gotta see. But it does feel it this does feel a little different. It does. It to me it does. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Mike? I think I think it is making some some difference, man. I think um I think we've slowly but surely seen uh a lot of things that's changed already. A lot of um at least a lot of the we're being heard that we're sitting at some of these tables now. Um so that we're sitting at some of these tables now, which you know, that's one of the issues that was that was going on. Like they, they weren't they weren't willing to listen to um the issues that we had that was going on. So I think that's happening. Um you see uh mayors and, and governors and, and other people in these positions, police chiefs, um they acting a little more swift. Um when it comes to these situations like we had with the gentleman two nights ago or last night, um, Rayshawn, I think Rayshawn Brooks, um, you know, they're firing these officers faster. You know, it's not, they're not waiting on that. I mean, I, it, of course it could be better. You know what I mean? Like with, with the George Floyd situation, waiting so long before you arrest these people, same with Ahmaud Arbery and stuff like that. Um, but I think, I think we're being heard and I think it is making difference, man. I think, um, another thing that's happening, and no matter what people say, you know, people are saying that it's it's PR from some of these main companies, and some of these big companies, and it and it probably is. But you know what? We getting them to put up some money, and that's what we want. Hey, if it's PR or not, get their money, and get them to donate towards the causes, and then let's do the right thing. And use that money the right way. So I think I think it's I think it's it's making some change. Yeah, this time feels different. This time definitely feels different. And it might also be because there's a pandemic happening in the background of all of this. Yeah. There's a there is a there's a, a generation that's coming out and fighting. They are tired of what's going on. And I'm proud that that these people are out there fighting. And so I do feel like there's there I do feel like that they are making a difference. Uh, only time will tell, you know, how impactful these protests are. I support the protests. Go out there and do what you want to do. Fight. I, do too. I mean, people, regardless if you are, people keep saying, do it peacefully. Do it, do it like Martin Luther King. Well, y'all still assassinated Martin Luther King. And he was as peaceful a black leader as there has ever been. So it doesn't matter if you believe in Martin or you believe in Malcolm. They are going to take you down no matter what, if they think that you are a threat. So forget how people tell you to protest. Yeah. Do what you think is going, right. going to affect social change. And yep. even Michael Martin said, "Rioting is the voice of the un- is the yeah. it's the voice of the unheard, right. man." Yeah. So and you got to ask that question: Why are these why why are these folks out here? Why are they rioting? Why are they quote unquote looting? That's bullshit. But why are they? You know what I mean? You got to ask these questions. Like people in these high places and and white folks. Ask yourself these questions. Why? Why do they feel this way? Why are we going through this shit? Why? Why are people out here? You know what I mean? Knocking stuff down. Why are people out here screaming, fighting? You know what I mean? For what's right? Just ask. Just ask that question, <laughs> and I, I guarantee you'll get the answer. It may not be the answer yeah. that you don't. You know, you may not want to hear, but it's a truthful answer, yeah. and it's factual. So, yeah. Anyway, you know they got to do it. Yo, let it be known. And, and, and 
I was just about to say with uh with Tabitha Tabitha Arnold said in the comments, yo, people are sick and tired, man. People are yeah. sick and tired. So, yo, you don't want to listen to us when we're telling you these things are happening. So this is how we're gonna get your attention. Yeah. We're gonna knock some shit down. We're gonna burn some shit up. And and all this is and, and all you gotta think about all this is the blowback from from slavery, from Jim Crow. You know what I mean? From all the oppression that we faced for four hundred plus years. It can it can go. It just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It can go back that far. But if you, these young cats are out here because, yo, they, I mean, they're seeing it. I think, I think even the young generation, which isn't that much younger than us. I think even the complaints that we've had, I think a lot of our young brothers and sisters haven't experienced that. They haven't seen it, right? And I think, you know, because a lot of them, even with the Mike Brown situation and Trayvon Martin, I think they were still young at that time. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. Now I think they're seeing, like, yo, this shit is real. Like, you know, they, they seen within the weeks of each other the videotape of uh, Ahmaud Arbery and then George Floyd within weeks of each other. Weeks. Yep. And I think the difference though, which which feels really different about this one is, I mean, I think it's not just black people that's sick and tired, man. I think I think you got a good amount of all races and cultures and nationalities that's just tired. It's yeah. tired. And I think they realize what's wrong is wrong. Bottom line. Yeah. Whether whether you agree with it can go so many ways with that, right? But I, I think people, I think the majority of people realize that shit was wrong and that is happening and that is real. Yeah. Well, so keeping with that thread, man, I, I, I do want to get to these celebrities that have been canceled, right? Like, Can- the cancel, <laughs> yo, but these black celebrities, man, that honestly, if you're not for the cause, you need to shut up, right? So the first one I'm going to throw at y'all is Desi Banks. And just to give everybody the backdrop, when, when the protest kicked off around March 30, I mean May 30th, Desi Banks tweeted a picture that said this is a protest, which was uh, one of Martin Luther King's protests, you know, holding hands and walking. And then he, the bottom of it said this is a crime, and that was people looting and rioting. Um, is Desi Banks canceled to you? Yeah, she is canceled. And I, and I, and I say that. <laughs> Ask Desi, ask yourself, why are people doing this? Ask yourself that question. Why are people, quote unquote, looting? I'm going to keep putting that shit up there, looting, okay? And, and why are people protesting? Ask yourself that question. <laughs> I think, yo, so I, I think he's canceled. Um, I think they went, so this is my problem with some of the, with some of the cancel, the, the council or the canceling, or like, like Dao said, the council, the cancel gang. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, I think they won't. I think sometimes they don't hear these these people out. I think, like Desi Banks is a young kid, young guy. You know, he made his way making being a comedian on social media and things like that. Um, I think he's. I, I'm gonna say this. I think he's canceled, but I don't, I'm not giving him a lifetime sentence. I'm not giving him a lifetime sentence. I think. Like he, I think he's young enough that you know, with some good talking to, he can he, he can he can be his mindset can be changed. And I think 
that's what he said in this video when he came back out after all this happened. Like, you know, he talked to some of the elders and they showed and they told him why what he said was wrong. So I think part of his issue is just his just his youth. But damn, did they hit him hard? Yo, he lost five hundred thousand followers in like a day. So they hit that brother hard, man. Man, all right. Let let, who's, let who's me next say, up. Who's next up? Let, let me what, what you think, Alex? Uh, let me let me just say this. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear that he's too young. Twenty six years old. If, it, let, let me say this: if you are going to speak on a situation, then you're old enough to understand the situation. And if you say something stupid, then I don't want to hear you're young. I don't want to hear that at all. So, Desi Banks, who has become famous for doing those, you know, all those uh, 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 videos on hood dudes. Coach, uh, you made your money off of pretending to be a hood dude, making fun of the hood dude. I, I, if you don't understand the situation, keep your mouth shut. Whether or not he's canceled for for now or forever, that's neither here nor there. I don't know. I, I, you know, look, he ain't Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how relevant he really is, I don't even know. But whatever. Let me throw this one at y'all. Who's next? Throw him up. Who who else is walking the plank? Let's go. B. Simone. And let me say this. When I first heard about her, I said, who is B. Simone? I had no idea until I realized she was one of those Wild and Out girls. Yeah, I said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, she got canceled twice this week. One. So, so let me, me, she got canceled once because of the protest. She said, um, I'm not living to please man. I'm here to please God. At the end of the day, I'm a Christian. I'm God fearing. I have to answer him. I'm going to ask myself, what would Jesus do? Not what would an angry black woman do? I am angry, but I'm also trying to be godly. I agree. You should always reflect on what you think God would do, except people then pulled out videos of her twerking and make and doing all kinds of stuff. So how can you be godly when it comes to protesting yet? You're shaking your ass for cash. That's Kwame probably said. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then she was also canceled because she went on to say she would never date a guy that or marry a guy that worked a nine to five. Oh, that's completely her. not realizing that people, <laughs> there are a lot of people making huge amounts of money working nine to five. But she said that someone working a nine to five wouldn't have her passion and wouldn't understand why she's up at two or three in the morning being an entrepreneur. Then she, oh, I think we just lost Quan. But then after she released that statement that she wouldn't date uh, a nine to five dude. She released a book and people found out that that book was actually p- plagiarized from Pinterest. Make it make sense, Mike. Make it make sense. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't, I didn't know who she was at first. She was, she, once I saw that, you know, she was on the canceled list, I started looking her up and I still was confused. Like, yo, who the fuck is, who the fuck is B Simone? Then I started seeing her videos. Then I seen her rebuttal and all of that after she had already been canceled. <sighs> Bro, again, you don't want to hear this. I know you don't want to hear this. Hold up. I'm gonna put it on her. I'm gonna put it on her youth, yo. I'm gonna put I say it on something? her youth. She don't know. She don't know no better, man. Yeah. Can I say you? You talking about what's it? The um, the chick that said she didn't want to deal with a guy. Mike, she's she's 29. Is she okay. 29? Yes. She ain't 14. She's 29. I didn't know she was that young. That old. She, All right. yeah, yeah. yeah, she can't with it. Spice her ass up. Yeah, well, walk her to the plank. And I'm just going to walk her to the plank just because she's talking about she don't want to deal with a good dude that's like worse than 9 to 5. That's not even talking about the whole protest thing. So she can walk the plank. That's the well, idea. That, 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 that thing just, is just, that, that's, and, that's stupid. But the, the and, protest and, thing, 
Dayud wants to know about the about the plagiarism. To be clear, all those women that that go on Pinterest and post like uh, uh, recipes and stuff, that stuff is copywritten. It's just like a song or a beat or a movie. It's it's copyrighted material. She literally went and copied pages from Pinterest and put it in her book. And people, so hold on, who, who was her <laughs> book about? It, I, I guess arts and crafts and how to build things. And you know that's it's a lot of that stuff on Pinterest. So people were like, so wait a minute, she's wait, putting down people that work at nine to five to say she's an entrepreneur, but she's really stealing. And then I didn't have him on my list, but I'm just going to put him on there now. Then today, Meek Mill came to her defense and said, we're tearing down one of our own when white corporations do the same thing. Okay, it's wrong for white corporations to steal material somebody else came up with. It's also wrong for B. Simone to do the same thing. Meek needs to sit this one out. Yeah, especially when, you know what I'm saying, when, when it came to police reform and especially when people were rallying for Meek's ass to get out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, now, chill, dog. <laughs> you know now, what I'm saying? Like, uh, two, two things. I agree with what Brown Sugar Diaries is saying. She manifested this L. I do, I do think she manifested this L because I think that she doubled. I think she doubled down. Right? Who? She made, oh, B. Simone? B. Simone. When she said, when, when she made the initial comments, she still doubled down on some of her comments that she was that she was tweeting after the fact that people came in her head, right? Now she did try to post some halfway videos of her out protesting in Atlanta and shit like that, but she doubled down on what she said, right? So I will I do agree that, uh, with with Brown Sugar Diaries that she did manifest that out. Now going to me, I get what you're saying. Me, I feel like Meek has a, a point in what he's saying, though. I do understand what he's saying because I saw people was coming at him like, "Well, you came at Drake for getting somebody to write his rhymes." Yeah, yet you're defending her for plays. Or, for ghost writing or is ghost writing like, is not not worse than stealing okay. copyrighted <laughs> material. <laughs> uh, yo, I had a feeling the ghost writing. Ghost writing was gonna because because he, he paid. I mean Drake. Yeah, Drake paid paid somebody for that service. <laughs> I mean, like he didn't write it, but he paid he paid somebody for it. Shout out to Quinn. But I do agree with them on the sense. I, <laughs> I do agree with them on the sense of we do give some of these major corporations a pass on what they do. Not all of us, like Starbucks. So as he's an example. saying he, they're canceled. Done. Yeah, I'll make but, my own mocha latte. I mean, you know, you're gonna have you're gonna have some Negroes at Starbucks tomorrow morning. But and you're gonna have some Negroes that still support B. Simone. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless that's of which I mean, now, Meek, now, Meek but, came to her defense and she, what she did was wrong. He should have kept his mouth shut. Th this is what I agree with on Meek. This is what I agree with with what Meek said. He said, yo, we can't we're basically cliff noting it. We're we're canceling her because she she beat the system when we don't cancel these corporations who do the same thing. So from a standpoint of her beating the, quote unquote, beating the system to get ahead, I hear what he's saying on that. But I bro, do think she's, bro. I'm giving, I'm giving her a lifetime sentence too. Let me say this. Hey, lifetime. Let, let, let me say this, beating the system, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. She, she, she tweeted, what would Jesus do? Jesus wouldn't steal copyrighted material. All right. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. I know that for sure. And furthermore, she wouldn't mess with a regular dude. Jesus was a carpenter. Yeah. So Jesus got down with the folks, dog. Jesus was right. in the streets, homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he, what, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is God, <laughs> and he was washing people's feet. Exactly. So, so I don't, yeah. don't, 
you can't play that Jesus card on one side and then act like you better than everybody else on the flip the side, side and then get mad when people come at your neck. Yeah. Well, that, that damn, that, that, that damn, <laughs> that damn statement about the nine to five dude was the dumbest shit. It was the dumbest <laughs> shit. That, that, I was just like, when she said it, I was just like, you know what? It was like one of those statements where she was trying, it felt so forced that she was just trying to say something different than everybody else. And even when Nick Cannon asked her, like, yo, you got some people that's working nine to fives that's making three, 250, 300,000 a year. And she still doubled down and nah, but they don't know yeah. my passion. Oh, what is she? ask for cash. Look, let me, let me. <laughs> here's somebody else that shakes their ass for cash. Trina, who came out and said that the, the protesters were animals. Oh, shit. She got to be canceled too, right? Quan? She got to go. She got to go, bro. <laughs> she got to go. And we've been listening to, okay, hey, we've been listening to Trina since, I mean, Trip, we'll be listening to Trick. You know the, saying, that's right? the only reason yeah, people listen to Trina is because of Nan. Let's just, yeah. let's just call it what it is. That's true. And, you know, <laughs> she, yeah. Like, come on, yo. You, you, you can't go. You, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You, okay, you, so, you so let me let me let me let me play devil's advocate, right? Now, part of her comment was based off of when the, as you say, Quan, quote unquote, looting went on in Atlanta. A mm-hmm. friend of hers who has a was a black owned business, small mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Her business was hit. Mm-hmm. Well, let me stop you there. So I believe I believe black Twitter sniffed out that 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 black business that Trina was defending was against the calls. Oh, well, sorry for you. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not connected in with black Twitter like that. Like, and they went and found it. Yeah. They found the owners, like the uh, tweets and stuff on Instagram, apparently that was anti, you know, protest and all that. You you know, my thing with that is like, you know, ask yourself the question, why people are looting? You know what I mean? Why people feel this way? Like, so even with her, like you grew up around black people. You know Hold the story. On. Wait, but she she word is she tried to say she was Puerto Rican and her family says she's not. <laughs> yeah. Like three, four years ago, she said she said she was like Haitian or something like that. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. All right, I'll whatever. be honest. I'll be honest. Her her whole rant, I think if she would have I think if she'd have took a step back on some of the things, like it would have it would have made some sense. But I think she was full fledged. She was full steam ahead, man. And some of the things she said was just like, yo, now you, you're not like, it's not like she was a major crossover star. So your success came off of the back of those people that you call an animal. Exactly. And that's, and that's what, what Trick I'm... was saying. Trick yeah, was basically it... telling her like, yo, watch what you say. Yeah. Especially when and... you've been riding, tri- you've been riding Trick's wheel since 99. Like what? They said her, la- they said her last CD only sold 600 copies. So I mean, come on, man. Who like? Yeah, what's the name? Lit her up, yo. Kaya. See, uh, Kaya lit oh, Kaya, her up. Yeah, Kaya destroyed it. Gosh. <laughs> Gosh, like you, yo. you going at your own base. I mean, and look, yeah. and protesters. You do you think protesters come up to a building and say, "Oh, is this building black owned? Let me look it up. Let me find out." No, they're just ripping through whatever they. They're angry. Yeah, like, come on, man. And this is this is another thing about that shit. And this this, I'm gonna say this quickly so we don't go off too far off on a tangent. But, yo. A lot of that looting and shit wasn't us. Oh, I know. Yo, wasn't all them like all them pallets of bricks appearing yeah. out of nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Just that wasn't like, us. Not, like, not even like. 
Yeah, not wow. even a construction site. Like literally in the middle of like a beautiful neighborhood is bricks. Like, come exactly. on, man. Yeah, and the main thing, and one of the ones that stuck out to me the most, and we can move on, is yo, the one where they say what they showed where they ran through a graveyard and wrote Black Lives Matters on the, yeah. on the headphones. And knocked the graves yeah. over. Dog, we not like, doing like that. Like people yeah. don't play with no graveyards. They, yeah. We don't yeah. desecrate yeah, graves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's we, a, you, you going too far with that. So. <laughs> we not, first of all, we not going to no graveyards at night. And then we nope. all know graveyards is sacred ground. Yep. We ain't like going, if, we not doing that. If you're going to try and pin something on us, at least do something we would actually do. We not messing right. with no graveyard. Yeah. Right. Nah. That ain't us. So, Mid- all right. Middle who, who, which, cool. So what y'all giving it? Y'all, huh. giving, y'all, y'all done with Trina? She done? I never, I, I hadn't listened to Trina since her verse on Nan. So I, it, <laughs> for me, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> okay. So look, she can walk the plank, but she, she may be able to come back from this. How? Why, Kwan? Because she got fat butt. Well, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Trina in years, so I, I don't. I oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She may be able to come back. Trick may be able to vouch for it and be like, "Yo, he may be able to bring it back to good graces." Well, not so much good graces, but to a, to an extent where she can be like, you know, people can kind of live with it. But I mean, yeah, you, I guess when you do that to us, man, Trick, you know, we'll toss you to yo, the wolves. Trick, Trick tried to Trick tried to save her mitt on the show. He tried to tell her, "Yo, watch what you saying." Watch what you're yeah. saying on that. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So I don't know. I don't know if she can come back for this. Well, I got I got one for y'all. She better get with, better get with Pitbull and make a crossover hit. Hey, Pitbull not doing no song with her. He bigger than he too big for her. Yeah, pay your Pitbull was on you on that reggae thong. Let, let me let me throw this one at you. Terry Crews. You know, he he recently tweeted that defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like what? <laughs> yeah, like I, I with him, man. Yeah, that's why I say, yo, these the celebrities, man, they get this money, and they, you know, they get to a certain status, man, and they, you know, they get to a place where they can, they can mingle, you know, what I'm saying, with the rich and and be around the rich, and you know, and it's like they just forget about everything, you know. Well, let me um, let me ask you, I think, let me ask you, let me ask y'all a question. Do you agree? Did any part of his statement make sense? No. No, nah. not a bit. So, all right, so the, the part of the part about defeating white supremacy without white people is impossible, baby. Is that true? Well, no, but that that's not the full. But he he says he what he ends up saying is though that's just like he says defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. You cannot you can't be thirteen percent of the population and have black supremacy. And black supremacy. It's not In possible. America, yeah, it's just not, regardless America's. if they regardless if white people help us or not. There's no way in the world America can ever ever be be a, a black supremacist country. We don't. It, it, there's not yeah. enough of us. It, it, yeah. And then the way that systematically has been set up all these years, yo, there's there's no way that black people could literally get to the point of where the status of white people economically. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this, this. <laughs> you see what Jerome said? What? what? Oh. <laughs> That's a good, good white folk money up for nothing. <laughs> and he, and that's like when Gabrielle Union came out and said that she was, you know, there were some racial issues at America's Got Talent. And Terry Crews was like, it ain't never happened to me. And I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said earlier in the show, I said earlier in the show, I am five foot seven, 145 pounds, right? Cops looked at me like I was the, the biggest, toughest black dude. Let me look up how big Terry Crews is because I'm, I'm going to make a, a, a point. Uh, let me see if Terry I can. at least six, he, he at least he, he got to be six, six four six six four two 
280 or 300 or something. Terry, let me be really clear. Let me start over. I am a fair-skinned, five foot seven, 140 black man, and the cops pulled me over like I was, uh, uh, like, like I was Bumpy Johnson. Terry, well, you, did. You, you, you run a four two uh, forty unofficial, but it was four two forty. I go with anyone too. <laughs> Terry Cruz is a six foot three, two hundred and forty pound, muscle bound, dark skinned black man. What does he think he, white people see when they look at him? They That's see why. a basic brute. Why does he like? Who is he defending? Hey, come on, bro. Come that on, check. Yeah. Like said that check, man. That he, he, that but that's what he said. That check, and you, you he know, made, he, he made it. Through, he made it through the cracks, and now it's like I'm gonna keep. I need to keep this check coming. Yeah, I mean, I look, he check. didn't look. He didn't do anything when Harvey Weinstein grabbed his sack. All right, so if he grabbed his sack in front of everybody and then laughed and he didn't do anything, well, I mean, what do you think he's gonna do in this situation? Well, it, well, this is well. That's what I was about to say. Because first of all, I, I mean. People canceled him, but I, I thought he was canceled from the Gabby the Gabby Union. I, well, he probably is. It's just so we not. He's serving, he's serving two life sentences, as far as I can. I mean, and he's he another. He's another person that that got his come up by playing the hood dude in a lot of different movies. Yeah, he was Damon. When he in, in Friday or yeah. next Friday or something like. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, I don't know, man. So let me let me ask y'all this one. This big ass can walk the plank too. Let me let me ask y'all this. Is Kanye West uncanceled for donating $2 million to George, George Floyd's family, Breonna Taylor's families? Is he uncanceled for giving up $2 million to support their families? You know, that's a good question. That's, that a, good oh, question. that's, a, real good, that's a real good question. And I was going to ask that, too. That's a good question. because I, I got another celebrity that pretty much did the same thing, and I was going to, is he canceled? Is he, 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 was saying, is, is huh? he uncanceled? I mean, I'm, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. You want me to go because I my disdain for Kanye is very yeah, high. Do your thing. Let, let's, do your thing. let's go first before you go because I know <laughs> you're gonna like it too. I'm gonna say, and I said this when, when they because he was on that he was walking that line, and people started to call Kanye out, and then soon after, the donation came. Um, don't get me wrong, the donation is cool and nice and, and great, uh, but I think in a case like this. We don't need to hear about what money you give it. Like your voice will carry a lot more weight, especially you being affiliated with the MAGA, the MAGA, the MAGA team, or whatever you want to call it. Him speaking out to me would have outweighed that two million or whatever he gave. He could have still gave his money behind the scenes, but I felt like it was a. I felt like the Kanyes and the people that gave their money without speaking did that as an easy way out. Here's $2 million. I'm, I'm donating it to the family, or I'm donating it to BLM, or I'm donating it to whatever this cause is. But with silence, I wasn't feeling that. So to me, I, I, I mean, I wasn't feeling the move from the jump. That was my opinion. I, the, like, like I said, the money was great, but him not speaking, that was the problem with me. What's the name already came? Uh, uh, Kim always, Kim typically got something to say on situations like this all the time too. And she ain't said shit. So, as far as I'm concerned, I felt like it was a move just to just to take the heat off of it. What yeah. you think, Juan? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. <clears throat> I don't. I mean, the money to him isn't nothing. Which I mean, yeah, great. But I mean, 
you pretty much already said it how you stated when it comes to you know with your with your past transgressions or when it comes to your past messages and the things that you said you know you, you've already put it out there and open how you feel um i just think the money is just a little bit of ploy just to kind of make himself feel a little bit better um and try to get back in good graces <clears throat> you know what i'm saying yes yeah. yes yeah, yeah, remember we just had an argument about he he's a self-proclaimed billionaire right now right now, he ain't no billionaire. He's, he's worth, he according to him, he's worth over three billion dollars. So two million—that's an not easy big. way out. Yeah, that's that's yeah. not Listen. that. They're not that's not even you're not even thinking about that. You Listen, know what I'm saying? Right. You ain't thinking about two mil. The, those those families that he donated money to, I know those families could certainly use that money. That money does not bring back the person that they lost, but it certainly will help them bury those people. Maybe fight fight the, the you know hire lawyers to fight for the the rights of the, the person that they lost. The money is one thing, and donating the money to, to those families is one thing. Kanye West has 30,000 followers on Twitter, not to mention how many followers he just has just offline, right? He shucks, and jibes. he shucks and jives. He wears a Make America Great hat again. He takes up for Donald Trump. He does all these things. His, his, his words and his exposure hurt cut deeper than that $2 million can heal. So sure, he's helping those individual families, but the way he carries himself, particularly as a parrot for Donald Trump, it's ridiculous. And so for me, you know, I stopped listening to Kanye. I don't know. It's probably been about a decade since I bought anything Kanye related. I've never bought his shoes. I think they're ugly. I've never been a big fan of his post, you know, early Rockefeller days. And so part of me just thinks that this was a way for him to get into good, good graces of black people, just like he did when he started the whole church thing. Like, doing things to make black people look at him in a favorable light. If you wanted to donate to those families, that's admirable. But let's also be clear, you probably did it via a nonprofit so you can get a tax write-off too, right? Like you didn't just give the check outright so that you didn't get something back. And so, mm. I mean, is he canceled or not? There's a generation of people that love Kanye. So I, I don't think that he will ever really be, be canceled. But for me, I've seen through Kanye's nonsense for years now. And people that champion him, and you're just as lost as he is. Church, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, bro. The writing's on the wall. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think some of the move. I mean, if you if you look a little deeper, um, into his moves. Listen, I, I, I've told Daoud, who who's one of our biggest supporters. He's also a huge Kanye supporter. I've told him, listen, the move that some of the moves he's made are genius. But they're also evil. <laughs> so whether you want to call it, you call it evil genius or whatever you want to call it, you want to drop the evil and just call it genius. But if you do your research, folks, you will see the moves that were pulled. Like, I mean, look who his mother-in-law is. She's involved in that church thing, too. It's a huge, yo, churches, I'm going to just say this, churches are non-profit organizations so just think about it you start a non-profit organization where you got millions and millions of people that will give you profit you don't have to pay taxes on that yeah i mean i but anyway, I, yeah i can't you know he's a problem so i'm not going to thank him for giving those families money like that's between him and those families. Aside from that, 
he causes a lot of unnecessary issues for black people in this country. So I, I, I I don't, he's neither here nor there in in terms of me. Um, The money is, like I said, for those families, the money is great. I just feel like him speaking out would have said more. I'm disappointed in a lot of these, a lot of these. Hold on. Hold on, man. No, no, no. We don't need him to talk. Like people going to Lil Wayne, asking Lil Wayne's opinion on police brutality and racism. Like Yo, every celebrity, every black celebrity that has a platform, we don't need to put a microphone in front of and ask about racism. We don't because they are not articulate enough. They've been wealthy too long. They don't need to be talking. Dave Chappelle said in his, his recent uh, stand up on YouTube, he's like, he said it. You don't need black. You don't need celebrities to always say something because yeah. they don't know what they're. They don't even know what to say. I'm talking about, yeah, and he even said it. He was like, you know, this is like, what, what, what am I gonna say? Right. You know what I mean, like, what can I, do? what can I say in this situation? He's like, I need to shut the f- up. Yep. Let the people that are out there mm-hmm. let their minds be heard. Let their voices be heard. You know what I mean? Yep. So, and then also too, like, yo, I, the question to that: Do you is it a ploy for celebrities to kind of get some type of, you know, what I mean, status or to, you know to try to get back in good graces? Of course it is. Like, come so, on, yeah. a, we know yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, like, and I was going to pick with that. So, with Floyd, you know, he put up two million for uh, George Floyd's uh, uh, funeral, the services, and everything. Who did? Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, I think he paid for all of it. So, he was the one that was screaming that all lives matter. You know what I mean? It's not black lives; it's all lives matter. Yeah. Hey, bro. So, you know what I mean? Like, so even with that, with him, I kind of was like, yo, I mean, like. I, I, yeah, that, I mean, honestly, it's great. You you know, you put money up, you know what I mean, to assist and help. But it's like, yo, you were screaming at all lives, you know what I mean? And no, it's not black lives. It's not about black lives. It's about Shit. all lives. Shit. You were screaming at too. When people you know was saying? asking him, when Gucci released that, that those clothing lines and stuff that had, the, had the, the black images on it with the big red lips and all that and the big white eyes, people asked him, you going to stop wearing Gucci? No, nah, I'm not going to stop. Come no, on, man. He did say that. Yes, he did. I mean, so... The, we don't, like I said, we don't need every, every celebrity to have a microphone in front of them. Now, they can certainly bankroll the calls, right? Like, if you don't, if, if, if you're not articulate enough to understand systematic racism and to talk about it appropriately, then keep cutting checks and funding the calls. Keep bailing out protesters on the ground. Like, yeah. but if you're going to get on a camera and say all lives matter or get on the camera and say, well, wait a minute, we need to hear both sides. I don't care if you're black or not. You're part of the problem. And if and if if your business partners are calling you saying, "Hey, can you tone down the rhetoric? Can you talk to your people and get them to calm down?" They're part of the problem. They're part of the problem too, and you know that's what they're going to do. So either you do the what's right, or you don't. Because yeah. and- like my thing is, who rides for y'all when y'all are in trouble? Black people. Black people. When your like, ass was coming up, you yep. know what I'm saying? Who was sitting in them seats when you was regular Floyd Mayweather? Black people. You know what I'm saying? Who was rallying Trina? Who was buying your albums when nobody even kept black people? So now you get to a certain status or you get to a certain, you know what I mean? You get to a certain part in life and you just you just forget about everybody. You just forget yep. about the people that, you know what I mean, assisted you and uplifted you. Like, come on, man. Nah. And, you know, just like you said, these people, whether they're black, Hispanic, they need to be called out, yo. Because they're just as much as the problem as well. Yep. It's wild, man. So... Those are the those are the canceled names I had. Now, I'll throw this one at you, and this isn't really a cancel or not because this isn't no. a black celebrity. What? Oh, I thought you about to throw someone out. Oh, my boy. Woo. 
Matter of <laughs> fact, me, me, me and Daoud was talking about this this past week. But no, nah, go ahead. Who? Go ahead. No, no, who? 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 That damn Candace Owen, Joe. It's pro. Uh, First off, Candace Owens used to run a pro-liberal website for years. Like she was right. a liberal. And then when she realized she couldn't make no money being the liberal, she started switching to the Republican side and started going on that tangent. I see through right. her just like Kanye. She's right. not brilliant. She's not intellectual. She's not a free spirit thinker. She's a dumbass. And she's part you know, of the problem. You know, you know the thing with her too, also? Yeah. She she was back. She he like he said, she ran a pro, she ran a pro-liberal um uh, uh, website. The website joints. It's still yeah. up. Yeah, and she did that also because there was some. Wasn't it, Alex? You can correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there some discrimination case or something she filed against the school she went to? Yeah, when she was 17. Yeah. And, and the NCW. You, the N, the NCW you, my bad. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. My bad. Yeah, yeah it's something. It used the used the back of Dems and all of that to uh Bruh. to to. Uh, when that situation in that case it's it, the the white girl tommy lauren was liberal also at one point she used to run a pro-liberal newspaper they are same same with diamond and silk all of them do it's a shucking job move for cash man and i i do not understand why anyone would support what they're doing i i don't get it like i said man like let me stop before i say something wild on this on here my bad b i i, I ain't mean to throw that i ain't mean to throw out there nah. say, but, yeah <laughs> So let me ask let me ask y'all this, right? And this will probably be something that we can end on. Um, earlier in the comments, somebody asked, "Is uh, Black Lives Black Lives Matter a ploy?" Do we think that that's do we do we think that's a ploy? Do we do we think they're using um, our people, the money that's being pushed, uh, pushed through it? Um, well, I've, it, I've, man, I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I, I hope and praise not, but if it is, man, God be with whoever, whoever made that, whoever, whoever pretty much decided to make that ploy up, man. Because, wow. There's some, there is, I so saw, I went and looked in some of the finances of Black Lives Matter, and there's some serious questions around the national organization and specifically oh, yeah. where the national organization's money is going to. Local chapters is a different story. So people have been saying, when you give, give to the local chapters, don't give to the national chapters. The national so there is, there is some questions around where that money is going nationally. Um, and that, I always tell people, before you give money, you better make sure you, you're clear how that money may be spent. But there are always going to be people out there that take something like Black Lives Matter that started out as a positive movement and then try to monetize it for their own personal gain. So yeah, it's up to exactly. you as an individual donor to make sure that you're donating to the right places. So there are some questions. Sure. Yeah. Any organization that has been, <clears throat> I think even any with organization that being, that's been created even, has some type of. I think even I mean? with that being said, like I think, I think I don't think that takes away from the movement. I no, mean, the, the movement is pure. Yeah, I think the movement. I think, like you said, I think the movement is pure. I think I think there are some questions or whatever. Some people think that is a. It's a ploy behind it and all of that, but um and I think I think as black folks, like you said, Alex, like you look know where you sending your money to mm-hmm. at the end of the day. No matter what the cause is, no do some research, man. People I don't think people not doing no research and shit. Research send do what you you know, know where you sending your money at. 
No, that's what's most important. And I and I do think that's an appropriate way to um to close out the show, Mike. Know where you're sending your money. And if you don't have the money to give, give other ways, whether it's using a platform if you have it, whether it's being out on the front lines, whether that's cash apping somebody on the front lines that need that, you know, maybe they can need something to eat, taking waters down to these protests. There's all yeah. kinds of ways it's, to, it's, to give. Yeah, man. So many ways. So many ways, you know. Um getting the community, <clears throat> like you said, platform. Yep. <clears throat> being just being assistance, and I, being there, giving a the helping hand, you know. Yeah, and I, and I do. So I do want to. I do want to mention. You know, the last time we recorded was seen so long ago. I I put out a challenge to other podcasters that look like us, other podcasters that don't look like us, and to my surprise, yo, it kind of took off. So I just want to shout those people out. It was it was white, black, all everybody, you know. And I, and I had a lot of great conversations behind this, um, and that's one question I wanted to ask you guys too. But I had a lot of interesting, a lot of good conversation, a lot of um I, I don't I'm not gonna say uncomfortable conversation, but I wanna say it, I'm not even gonna say forced, but I, I had a lot of conversations that people felt that I, I needed to be, you know, I was one of the people they they decided to seek out um to have these talks. So but it was ultimately good conversation, man, from from people of all of all walks. So that's that's dope. So um how has it been for you guys during this time? Has it have, have you found yourself having more conversation with let's say for example white folks knowing um have you more white folks are, uh willing to or speak to you more just randomly? Has any of that changed for you since this since this happened? And we can close out on that. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I, I I have noticed a little bit, like white people have been a little bit extra nice. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> trying to talk to me and shit, and trying to like you know, just, just throwing a little bit on it. When I'm like, yo, okay, all right, I kind of I kind of see what this is like. You know, right? Yeah. Um, but nah, you know, and I'm and I'm willing to have those conversations. You know what I mean? Like, you know, my. You know, people that I know that, you know, white folks, whatever, like, I'm willing to have those conversations, but are they willing to listen? <clears throat> are they willing to sit down and take in what I'm saying? You know, are they willing, you know what I'm saying, to do the research and do the history, you know what I'm saying, and actually begin to unravel all this shit and for what it is, this system, this, this systemic racism thing and where it came from and, and where it's gone, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, I mean, but then again, it's not my job to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's not right. my job to do that. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, to to some of my friends or whatever, like, yeah, I, I'll have that conversation. Just, you know, I, you just got to be prepared to listen. What you think, Alex? Like, my boss asked me some stuff and I talked to her, but like, it 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 is not my job to educate white people on racism. Y'all invented it. Y'all know what it's about. Exactly. So, I might post pictures of books. There's plenty of books out there you can read. There's there's maybe other black folks that are willing to kind of walk you through what we go through, but it is not my job to help you understand a system that you built. So, okay. So do, so you guys feel like we don't have somewhat of an obligation to, to educate those who don't understand what's going on 
if no. they decide to ask us. And I'll double that with I'll double down with Halloween. Hell no. Nope, it's not our job, man. Nope. There's <laughs> there's so many scholars out there and people no. No, I, I'm not. Don't call your only black friend because you want to get you want to participate and you want you think your black friend's supposed to know. Because the truth is, some black folks don't even know. No, as right. we just talked about some of these celebrities. So nah, no. Yeah, hell no. Well, listen. Nah, of course. Uh, uh, Figured out something. Well, look. Now I think we're gonna close out on that. I do want to shout out and show our shirts, man. Look, support black creators, man. We got them. Mm-hmm. Check the link in the bio. We got some other ones up there, man. It's a movement. Listen, crossover media coming soon. Off the record, of free we free agents now. I'm just putting that out there too. So, no shots, but shots. <laughs> yeah, no, it ain't my job to do that. You figure that shit out, huh? I, I just mentioned how off the record is free agents now. Oh yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely free agents. So we free agents now. So yeah, that's another thing we got to discuss about. Well, we appreciate y'all. Call them out, Smokey. Don't go at their head too hard. Just know I, that we free agents. We, we yeah, we free agents in the game, dog. Show you show your shirt too, Quan. We got those too. We got the author record shirts too. The link is in the bio, man. Thank thank y'all for the support. Um, we got a lot of people that's been buying, that's hitting us up and buying the merch from us, man. We appreciate y'all big time. We'll close out on that, folks, man. We appreciate y'all. We out. We out. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and follow us on social media. 